0: us moms have tremendous superpowers, right? And yeah. if you are really passionate about something that you're not doing right now, then you know, I suggest making a little bit time for it. And it's the it's the magic of 15 minutes, you know, even if it's 15 minutes a day. It's perhaps waking up 15 minutes early or sleeping 15 minutes late. But just starting small and and taking baby steps and believing in yourself because those minutes add up and and you do end up with something. So I just want to say that life is short. It's unpredictable. And if you have that creative passion, now is the time.
1: Hey, my name is Kelly Heil, and I'm here to show you that it's totally possible to do what you love while raising the ones you love. It took me far too long to figure out how to balance my new role of mom while overcoming mom guilt and still living my best creative life. Motherhood does not mean we have to throw who we used to be aside and stop making art or writing books. That's why I created this podcast. I want to inspire you to live intentionally, whether you're a mom who gets up at 5am or a night owl who has another cup of coffee at midnight. We can do this, and I'm spotlighting women who are doing this. Grab a coffee, grab a notebook, get ready to change your life. This is the Moms Who Create podcast. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Moms Who Create podcast, I'm a little under the weather today, so just pay no attention to my deep voice or sniffles. You know when your kids start school and it's like you start school too because you get the sicknesses that they bring home? Well, it's like that today, but we're good. Okay, I love chatting with these moms that are authors, creating books for specific emotional needs for their children, because as moms, we know exactly what our children need, right? they'll be going through an issue, whether it's being scared of sleeping in their own room at night, not eating their vegetables or anything on their plate, really, or grieving the loss of a pet or a friend or a family member. And a lot of times we turn to books for help. And when there's not the specific book we need, what I've learned is we create it. And that's like the definition of being a mom. Today's guest is such an example of this. R.C. Shishov grew up in India. She moved to New York in 2005. She has her master's in financial engineering from Columbia University and spent 14 years actually in the financial service industry before pursuing her childhood dream of becoming an author. She now lives in Florida with her ever supportive husband and her ever energetic son. She loves reading, dancing to Bollywood tunes, puzzles, hiking, the beach. And is a member of SCPWI and an active participant of the Making Room for Rhyme critique group. Enjoy today's episode, RC. It's awesome to have you on the podcast
0: today. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you, firstly, Kelly. Thank you for having me on your amazing show. Um, it's such a pleasure to be here. Um, I'll just start with a little bit about myself. Uh, I'm Arcee Chazov. I grew up in India and moved to New York in 2005 to pursue my higher education at Columbia University. And then I began my career in investment banking and spent 14 years in the financial services industry before I started living my childhood dream of being an author. So uh, I write books for children that promote social and emotional development in them. And I now live in Florida with my husband and my six-year-old son. I think some of my hobbies, like my number one hobby has, has always been reading. Like I'm I'm a bookworm and I love to read all kinds of books. You know, it's a memoir or a thriller or nonfiction, middle grade, YA, and of course, a lot of picture books now. And you know, I try to make time to read every day. And these days, most of the time, it's in the car line when I'm waiting to pick up my son from school. Yeah. But but that's the reality. Of it. I just love to read so much that um, you know, I, I just try to make time for it. Mm-hmm. Um, I also love to hike and travel and play tennis. And thankfully, my husband has similar interests, so we we do them together and. Now we try to include our sons so we can do them as a fam- family activity uh, on the weekends. So, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: That's awesome. We love to travel. I love to go all over. And now that the kids have started school, now we're on like the school schedule, like the timeline, you know, they're at school every day. So, we're yeah. like, man, we really got to find the time and plan our travel times and like really live up the weekends because you don't have that during the week anymore. So yeah. it's a learning process, but there's so many fun things we like to do. I don't like to hike. I wish, like, I love the idea of hiking, but I go outside and I'm like, ah, I'm melting. <laughs> but maybe one day. <laughs> so you went from India to New York to Florida. How are you enjoying Florida? Just side note here is probably a nice sunny oasis for you.
0: It is. It is. You just, you just said it. It is a sunny oasis, palm trees and beautiful beaches and, um, uh, yeah, I, I so far, we we love it here as a, as a family. So that's a big shift from, I mean, really all three
1: places, but also in your career. What kind of got you into that and what inspired you to create these books?
0: Yeah, um, I'll start from my childhood. I actually wanted to be a writer since I was five years old. And mm. my grandfather was my inspiration, not because... He was a writer, but because we just did a lot of things together that inspired me to create. Um, For example, we would feed like birds leftover bread every afternoon, or he was so clumsy and he would lose his glasses all the time and sit on them and break them sometimes in these thick, like black rimmed glasses, or, you know, we would throw pebbles in the lake and watch the ripples. And, you know, he would tell me stories at bedtime and, you know, he loved it was animals and it was very kind to nature. So I think my time with him when I was growing up really inspired me to write. And the first book that I wrote, I think it was when I was seven, it was handwritten in one of those school notebooks Uh and it was called the adventures of Greg bear. And Greg bear was essentially my grandfather, you know, that that's kind of how my, he inspired me to begin writing. Um, And then I continued writing as, as a hobby. You know, I took, fiction writing classes in New York. I participated in the National Novel Writing Month. I blogged for Life Hacker for, for, for a while. Okay. And I kept writing when time permitted, but never really published anything or considered doing this full time. And then the pandemic hit, You know, certain things changed in our lives. One thing led to another. And I was just ready to publish my first children's book, which is The, the Lion in Your Heart. And um, the inspiration for this story actually comes from my son who had difficulty sleeping in his room alone for the longest time. And and amongst other things I, I said to him, I often told him, be brave. And one day my my son asked me, you know, mommy, what does being brave mean? And, and that really got me thinking because I realized that I often say things to him that he doesn't probably know the meaning of, you know, in an adult way. So so, I ended up writing The Lion in Your Heart to hopefully explain what courage and bravery means in a fun way that children would relate to and, and, and understand. And I had so much fun writing this book. And it was very fulfilling and an amazing feeling that I just wanted to continue. And so uh, that's the path I'm on now. It's not that this book is going to, you know, Take away all the bedtime blues, but I think it's a good conversation starter. And I've, you know, I've heard that feedback from some moms telling me that this book really helps when your child doesn't sleep at night or wants to come into, you know, their bedroom or is tossing and turning and making excuses. So, um, and I use that. I've used that with my son, of course. But uh, I'm glad that this is kind of a good connecting point with with many parents. So, and have you seen it help with your own children, your own child? Yeah, I think the concept of the the bravery or, you know, courage comes from within you. And that also all of us feel scared, you know, in the book, it's Mm -hmm. the mom's scared too. And the mom lists out a few things that she's scared of, you know, and, and it's okay to have fears, but we have the power to overcome them. And and there are some examples in the book, like, you know, when you're trying to bike for the first time, trying something new or let's say you want to go to space and you're, it's a new challenge. And you can always wake that line in your heart or the courage in, in you and face that situation or obstacle. And that's going to give you strength. So uh, I, I do use that like, you know, now it's easy to explain because I have that book, but I, I definitely use that with my son. I love
1: that and I also especially love that you added some of the mom's fears like hey I know you're going through this you know sometimes I go through that too you know if I say that to my kids my daughter's like you do
0: too but you're mommy you're an adult it's comforting to kids I feel like when you say that you you kind of identify with what they're going through you relate to that and you know we've we all have fears right that's a Mm -hmm. common it's a fundamental thing in life and and we can't escape it. And we, you know, we have to face our fears. And I think it, children knowing that adults also have fears, it's somewhat comforting to them at some level. Yeah, it is. Thank you also you.
1: have some more books coming out in
0: just a few weeks, right?
1: So can you tell us about those?
0: Yes, absolutely. Let me tell you about my upcoming books. So I have two books releasing on September 6th. Uh, nope, Nope, Emu and Adventure Emu. And these two books launch, uh, you know, mark the launch of a new rhyming and funny picture book series called Emu Town Stories. And each book follows the journey of an emu who overcomes a challenge or an obstacle and learns a life lesson. But they're all very funny stories written in rhyme. So Nope, Nope, Emu is about an emu who wins the crown of an emu flap game every year in town. But when she loses her winning streak, she just mopes around saying nope to to every possible game. And she doesn't want to try because she's afraid to fail and afraid to lose again. So the story follows her journey as she learns the power of persistence and perseverance and, and tries to win her crown back in in adventure emu uh, and Emu whines about his you know mundane life, his hut, his bed, and even the sky, so he's complaining all the time and he's unhappy where he is and and one day a tornado takes him you know whisk him away to a fair, and life is as thrilling as it gets, but will this emu find his way back home? So that's the question that you can find out in the book, but definitely fasten your seatbelts for, for this story. And, um, Emu Town stories will continue. Um, Magician Emu and Yogic Emu are actually the next two books. I haven't announced that yet, like the launch date, but it, this, this series is going to continue.
1: Oh, how fun. Are, now are you having fun with this new series
0: you're creating? Oh, absolutely. It's just so much fun. Um, Emus, as an, you know, as a main character, there are not too many books written about them. No. And I actually found them very fascinating because they're flightless. They're birds, but they're flightless. They can't fly. They're huge, and, and they really can't fly. They have three toes. Um, they can swim. They can leap really high, and they run very fast. So I thought there is so much that I could do with them in, in my books. Uh, and I, I created this kind of town where there are different emos, like I said before, and it's it's about each book is about the journey of you know one emo in town, you know that discovers something perhaps about themselves, or it has a message like gratitude or perseverance, like I mentioned before, or you know just being unique, uh, you know things like that. That's that's the kind of messaging of the of the stories. That's some of my favorite messaging in books,
1: especially okay. in children's books. So. Thank you for creating that for all the kids yeah. and the parents reading the books to them as well. Of course, I'm really excited. I'm really excited yeah. about the and them coming out. I feel like moms make especially good authors. It's because we know it firsthand, right? Like we go through these things with our children. And a lot of times, you know, it's your own children that ex- inspire you to create the book to solve a problem. So you do all of this while being a mom. And being an author is a huge thing to take on. And add having children on top of it. I mean, it's a lot to handle and it's a lot to balance. So how do you find new balance
0: at all? Uh, just give up and sleep. No, just kidding. Um, yeah. <laughs> but but kind of. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, I think, you know, when I became a mom, I I discovered things about myself that I didn't know before. You know, sometimes it just seems like, oh, my God, that's a mountain to climb. And I think I can do so much. But it just turns out eventually that I can. And I, I'm sure this is a story with a lot of moms. And I know it's hard to balance it all with the chaotic lives that we lead these days. And But when things get you know overwhelming, what I try to do is slow down and do things that calm me and ground me. And for me, that is a yoga or exercise. That's always been my go-to and which has been incredibly useful for me. So if I find time in the morning, or even uh, in the evenings, to you know, the 30 minutes or 45 minutes of yoga or or ex- some sort of aerobic exercise, that really changes my day. Um, so that's been incredibly useful. I also believe in you know the happy mom is a happy child. So whenever I can, I try to make choices that you know make me happier because I feel like if I'm happier and more optimistic, then that just has a huge impact on on my son. And sure. and lastly, I just have to give a shout out to my husband because you know he's been very supportive throughout this journey. And us being both working parents, me in finance before, and now now as an author, you know I just have to say that um, you know he's been you know incredibly supportive throughout this journey. And just wanted to give him a shout out. Oh, I love it. So do you have any that might
1: be your advice, everything you said that you did, that's probably your advice. But do you have anything else that you would say to a mom, an overwhelmed mom who are not overwhelmed mom, maybe just a mom that wants to do more wants to find her creative outlet. But maybe she's stuck. She's just like, "Ah, I don't know how to start. Where do I find the time? I can't do anything with 10 minutes a day. What kind of advice or what would you say to her?
0: Yeah, I mean, I just want to say that us moms have tremendous superpowers, right? And yeah. if you are really passionate about something that you're not doing right now, then you know, I suggest making a little bit time for it. And it's the it's the magic of 15 minutes, you know, even if it's fifteen minutes a day. It's perhaps waking up fifteen minutes early or sleeping fifteen minutes late, but just starting small and and taking baby steps and believing in yourself because those minutes add up and and you do end up with something. So I just want to say that life is short. It's unpredictable. And if you have that creative passion, now is the time. Love your advice, RC. It's fantastic. And I love seeing
1: moms like you thrive in their own advice that you give to yourself and balancing it all and having the the emotional intelligence to, to give advice to other moms. Cause I did it a while ago. I would have never started this podcast when I had my newborns because I was just like, I was on the struggle bus, man. But now I feel like, okay, I've learned enough that I feel like I do have a little bit to offer to give to other moms just to inspire them and let them know that
0: it gets yeah. easier.
1: <laughs> it yeah, gets it's, easier.
0: Such it's such a wonderful podcast. And then thank you for, for doing that and giving, like other moms an opportunity to speak about, you know, their journey. And I think it's, yeah, yeah, it's such an amazing thing you're doing. Thank you so much for telling us about everything and all your books. Where can the listeners connect with you online and buy your books? Yeah, they can visit my website, which is rchizhoff.com. They can connect with me on Instagram at rchizhoff. And my books are available through all major retailers online, be it Amazon, bookshop.org, Barnes and Nobles, or Target in some independent bookstores as well and libraries. And if your library doesn't have the book, you can request the librarian to see if they can order it for you. And also my books are available in not only in the US, but in Canada and UK, in Europe in Australia, India and Japan and and some of the other countries. You can find them online. That's great. And that's a good point about asking your library. I've I have requested
1: countless books uh-huh. for my local library. They probably are like, stop having us buy books. <laughs> but it's very, very um seldom do they not actually purchase one of the books I want. So that's that's kind of awesome, and especially with children's books. So if you're listening, request her book at your library. And yes. any, any mom, any independent, especially independent self-published author, especially, just request to put it in a like. You can go usually to your library's website and just put it in, see if they'll buy a copy. I'll put all your information in the show notes too and on Instagram, Facebook and the website. So people can just go there. They want a one click link to get your book. Um, So R.C., yeah, thanks so much for being on the podcast. Love talking to you. You're so cool. Love what you created and I love the balance you found in your mom life and your writing life. So I so, so appreciate you being here. So thanks for being on the podcast.
0: Thank you. Thank you again, Kelly. It was a pleasure being here. And I love chatting with you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening.
1: Check the show notes to get all the information from RC that she's talked about today. Follow her online and go buy her book. Also, follow the podcast online at moms who create Podcast, and keep your eye out for an announcement for our fall book club. Super stoked, super excited. I'll see you next week.